Welcome to another episode of Orak Washing. Just catching you guys up. It's been, fuck, like almost four months since I recorded my last episode. And the last episode I had talked about me going back to working nights. And I did go back to working nights in March. Now it is May. Everything's been going pretty good. Um, I bought a house living in the house for about a month now life is pretty good um i was kind of depressed for like a solid month like the first few weeks i was living here like i wasn't just i would just get home from work just be in bed and just be sad over some personal things um and you would think like i would be happy because i just bought a house i needed to do a bunch of shit here and there but i really didn't want to i just wanted to lay in bed and, and just be sad be in my feelings you know, but now I feel like I'm better. Things are good. Started going to therapy, so that's been helping me. Um, so things are looking bright, I would say. I'm starting to really understand myself, even though I kind of know myself, but it's good to have the reassurance that someone else tells me, you know, hey, this is what's wrong with you. And Today, I have with me my, my roommate. I've known this person for about four years. Um, we used to date, and she didn't want me. So, you know, what? Why are you looking at me like that? It's true. <laughs> um, so, uh, we became friends after that. Um, we've been good friends. The person I've talked to, like, almost every day for the last two years. And, you know, she had... She's living in Lindsay, and she got a new job in Kingsburg. And I told her, well, I bought a house in Selma. Why don't you come live with me? It's be closer for you to for work. And that's so nice living with someone that you know and someone you have a good connection with. Like, you can just bullshit around, you know, stuff like that. You can drop my TV. Um, so here's Christina. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm like the little tortured little sister, I guess. I get to bug the crap out of him every day, and it's great, as you guys can tell. It's not, it's not great at all, but okay. And no, in correction, it was not that I did not want him. That was an hour drive every day. Um, that is hard on a relationship, if anybody's ever dated long distance. That wasn't even long distance. It's not like you were in a different state. Still, it was a long way. What about if something came up? And that's a whole hour, hour and a half. And then you were working a lot at that time, too. You probably had, like, one day off every 10 days. Yeah, but... If that. Well, it doesn't matter. I just I just know at the time, I was, like, fucking confused. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, I didn't get it. But now I do. You just wanted to be a hoe. Basically, that's basically what you said. I, I did not just say I wanted to be a hoe. If I wanted to be a hoe, it would have been a whole different story. But anyways, that's not what matters for roommates now. And mm-hmm. we get along perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, I am the boy version of Jose, basically. So that's always fun. Except I don't know how to cook, and he's a wonderful cook. So hey. yeah, about that's about it. <laughs> that's the difference. Let me ask you this. If you didn't know me and you saw me, would you think I'm gay? No. 
No. You don't read it, like radiate gayness. I I know that's something stupid to say, but like. Well, some... like say like you didn't like if you didn't know me because there's a lot of people at work that that think I'm gay, but I'm I'm not. Like I I told them like yes the way I talk the way I talk when I move my hands and the way I stand sometimes and just like I, I guess the way I carry myself might give off that I'm gay, but I'm. I'm not like I'm I'm pretty straight. Like even the things that I say might come off as questionable. But I tell them like I'm not gay. I'm just I'm very secure in my sexuality that I know that I that I know that I what I say is not, you know, well, it it might be gay, but I'm saying like it's not me saying like, oh, I'm low-key gay because I'm not. No, I don't think so. Not in any type of way. I mean you don't I don't know. You're just not the stereotypical kind of gay, I guess. Um, you're more like, you're very masculine, but yeah, you have your touch of your feminine side and there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually really attractive to I think it's girl. more like 75% more feminine than male. Than male, yeah. I think so. I don't know. No. Not with me living with you. Trust me, no. You still have your man touches. He's always outside trying to fix something, even if it's not broken. Like what? <laughs> you just like look at every little detail and see like what can I fix, even if it's not broken. Oh, because I'm a I'm a fixer. Yeah, well. Even though things are out of my control, I tend to try to fix. But that what you said is I'm just an observant person. I like I like to pay attention to everything. So like when people send me pictures, like people just look. Oh, what are they trying to send me? I fucking look at everything. Like I'll be fucking zooming in the whole picture to see what I can see in the background. That's, <laughs> you're that's you're gonna catch someone's dildo like that. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like that's just me. Like I, I just like to pay attention to everything that's that's around me, you know, regardless of anything. So it's just something that I do. Like even like in the house, like there's things that I've noticed. I'm just like, yeah, I'm really not I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to fix that right now. Like what? What do you mean, like what? Oh, like the the shower head and the and the spare restroom is popped off. I just left it there. I'm not trying to fix it. Oh, that's what happened to it. I was wondering what that that shower head sucks. In my personal opinion, it hurts. It's, no, it's better than that. Nope. I'd rather not get killed by a shower head. Well, <laughs> Pressure's other, too hard. Well, there's other little things here and there, but it's just with time, and I'm just. Like really lazy, I just don't want to really do anything when I wake up. I just kind of just want to lay down and watch TV. That's all I want to do. But no, nothing wrong with that. You're taking time for yourself. You're doing something you enjoy. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, point. Like me coming in and just bugging you. That's what I enjoy doing. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that at all. He doesn't like anything. Well, I like a lot of things. It just. Like, I was trying to tell you right now, like, I like someone, so I don't want your affection. But I'm a very affectionate person. I think that's something that you should put out there, too. I'm very affectionate with anybody, including my friends. Like, I give them a hug. I, like, you know, mess around with them. Like, my love language is acts of affection and um, quality time. And that expands to my 
um, to my friends. And you're a very close friend. Like you said, we text like every day. We live together, but we still like, we'll say like, have a good day. Like whenever we leave, whenever we get home, it's like, oh, welcome home. Um, people probably think we're in a relationship because of that, but we're just really close. And I mean, we care about each other. Like I care that he's doing okay and vice versa, I hope. Yeah, you'd be wrong about that. He doesn't care about you at all. I'm just kidding. He's a butthole. Um, <laughs> well, but I, I get what you're coming from because this is what I was trying to, this is what I was trying to tell you earlier, like, and this was a conversation I had with my coworker last night. I I told her like, hey, I'm I'm needy when I when they're not giving me what I want. If I have it, then I become less needy and I'm kinda like, get away, you're smothering me. That's just weird to me. Like I'm needy and when you give me attention, I just want more of it. Like, that's so weird to me. Like, how can, like, how does that match up? Like, you have what you want, so you're just going to throw it away? No, I'm not throwing it away. It's just like. Or push it, it away. It becomes, like, too much sometimes. But that's the thing, though. How can it be too much? If I, you really like the person, how does it become too much? Like. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like the thing with my ex. Like, when we lived together, we, it was nice having her in the apartment but she didn't have to be next to me like she could be in the spare room you know like you'd she'd be have... content yes exactly exactly that's like we had our own space like we didn't need to be next to each other the whole time yes we'll watch tv sometimes together or sometimes she'll be in the room other room and i would be in the other room you know it just it just worked that way where it was like we wouldn't give it like it, we were in the same apartment but we wouldn't give that much attention to each other like because we, we needed our, our own time you know so you so you don't for me okay this is just me so you don't want a relationship you just want like a weird no, friendship I, no i want a relationship i really do i'm just saying like i would say that i'm needy right now because i don't have anything like that right now but then when you have it you don't want it no i do want it but not in big but quantities it just it's a complicated thing like it just it's just weird like as far as like i do want it but i don't know until i get there you, you get me i guess you know because once you're once you're living with somebody it becomes like you're with them all the time so you need your me time that's what i'm saying like eventually you start you don't get tired of that person but all that you're around too much that person then it just becomes then problems start to occur do we have a problem no I'm okay just, but, I'm, <laughs> but i'm just saying like that's how people start fighting because they start getting annoyed with each other so it's kind of like okay like me and my ex we never had like okay go over there and this and that it just we just did it like naturally that yeah you, like i get it you need your personal space that's perfectly fine yeah. but like for me when i'm in a relationship i like to be near the person like i'll give them their personal space when they need it of nah, it, course. Just, it just seems like you're super needy as fuck i am needy as fuck and you know what That's why you're single yeah probably but yeah you know i'm comfortable with it until someone's ready to give me the attention i need i'm like tinkerbell i'll die if i don't have attention you haven't died yet i felt like it no. the the first couple weeks or the first two weeks that i was here i felt like i was gonna die 
but that was just because I'm, I was raised in a household where like, you know, I got home, I gave my sister a hug, I gave my mom a hug. Um, before I left, I always gave him a kiss and a hug too. And then like here, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to hug and kiss myself, I guess. I got nobody to say anything to. Like, yeah, I would tell you like, yeah, have a good day. But like, I don't know, like, was sad. Oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I get what you're coming from. Like, to me, I wasn't, I would say raised like that as far as like, all this affection and stuff like that. So to me, it's not, I'm not saying it's weird. It's just uh, something I'm not used to. Yeah. Like you, you want to hug this and that. I'm like, bro, the fuck back. It's not like I'm asking you for a relationship hug. I'm not. It's just like, it's a friendly hug. And that's just, like I said, I was raised in a very like affectionate family. So I guess that part has always been part of me. Like, you know, the whole nature nurture kind of thing. It could be, for you, it's your nature to just be distant with someone. But I was nurtured into it. Does that make uh, sense? No, like I told you, like, if I like you, then then I'll fucking, I'll throw 110% at you. And if I just, like, well, okay, let me rephrase that. So, say if I want a relationship with you, mm-hmm. then I'm going to throw 110% at you all the time if I, I see you just as a regular person as far as like i don't want nothing from you then it's kind of more like i'm not gonna do anything like why should i even try but, but see that's just like that's just a beneficial like how was it how did you say that one time Por convenencia. like you're just doing it because it convenient it's a convenience to you like if it's not that's how it feels like that's how it like you're kind of explaining it like you will only pay attention to the person if you like them but what about if you like them in a different form like i like you as my friend i give you my attention as a friend but even as a friend like you know i'm not gonna be like oh no don't touch me no because i'm an affectionate person and i'm gonna be like like hey and give you a hug and then walk away and not be like Ew, no, get away from me. I don't want to hug you. I wonder where I heard that from. Well, see, the thing is, like, it's not even the fact that I'm cranky. It's just the fact that when I wake up, I'm just annoyed. A lot of the times, it's not your fault. And it's not nobody's fault. I'm just saying, like, I just wake up annoyed. And to, like, I really, like, wake up and to the point where I'm just, like, I don't want nobody touching me. Or like talking to me, like I'm just, I know it's not even the fact that I wake up, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood for people. I guess. Like I'm like you. You need to text me and be like, I'm not in a peopley mood today, so I can like just hide away from you or something. Yeah, so it's like basically like I'm a cat. You're a cat. So basically, like leave me alone. <laughs> Until it, you come to me. Yeah, exactly. Because that's just the way that I am. I, I don't know how to explain it more than that. The and, that... Okay, then if we're explaining it with animals, you're the cat that doesn't want to be around anybody unless you want the attention. And I'm a dog that's just so excited to have anybody come in. Like, they ring the doorbell, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's someone here. Who is it? And I'm going to run up and, like, hug them. In this case, a dog goes up and sniffs the person or barks or whatever. Unless it's that guy that came the other night and tried to rape you. 
Oh, no, not that one. Not that one. That's a whole other story, not that one. That was funny, though. For you, you're not in that situation. Any girl that listens to this and hears, uh, except that guy that tried to rape you. Yeah, it was a very traumatic experience. Like, I was not expecting that. Like, I know I'm cute. Well, I'm not, I mean, I mean, still. I like, yeah, it's a shitty situation, but I just say it's funny because I would never have would have thought that would have happened. Which I didn't think that was going to happen either. I mean, like, I've met this man before, apparently. And, I, I mean, he seemed cool and stuff, but, like, not enough for me to be like, hey, I just met you, like, 30 minutes ago. Let's fuck. No. I mean, I might be well no i'm not a whore not all the time but you know i might enjoy random stuff like that but not just like that especially like with one of your friends like i respect you enough not to fuck one of your friends i don't care i, I the first of all i don't understand why you thought i would be mad like you would didn't want to tell me i'm like what the fuck why would i be mad if that's not even like I mean, First of all, the, what he tried to do was fucking just wrong in general. Well, that's that's why I didn't want to tell you because I was scared that you were going to get mad at your friend. Like, I'm just like, well, what do I do? Like, how do I tell him that, you know, he fucking tried to force himself on me and I had to, like, basically run away to my room. He's he's a friend of convenience. I don't talk to him often enough to really. Well, he's my friend. He's been there, you know, when I got my DUIs and stuff like that. But as far as like. As a CMAC, as a super close friend, I don't because it, you have to talk to that person like almost every day and see him often. And this guy, I don't, I don't fucking see him for months or yeah, for months at a time. And I don't talk to him for months at a time just because that's how he is. He pops up and then he fucking, it's like a gopher. <laughs> like the ones we have outside. <laughs> no, what are the ones that go underneath? That's a gopher, right? That's a mole. Oh yeah, mole. So he'll pop up and then. It Where is it a mole? So he groundhog. Yeah, those whatever. Whatever. So, so he pops up and then for a bit and then he goes back down for a while and then I don't see him for a while. And then he comes back until the next winter. <laughs> no, he just comes up like as far he if he wants a, if he needs a favor or something like that. It's never more like hey let's do this do that. It's more like hey I need your help. I see. Other than that, yeah. like that's the point where I won't see him. Yeah. Um. Still, I don't know. I just felt like you were going to get mad at me. Um, and, or not mad at me specifically, hopefully. But it was just more like the situation was awkward because, you know, you trusted your friend and you left him here with me, which I thought was kind of weird to begin with. But I'm like, whatever. Like, if Jose trusts him, I'm going to trust him, you know? And it did not end up that way. But yeah, no, like, I honestly, I, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I shouldn't, like, live away from my mom. Maybe I should just stay sheltered. I honestly thought about it, and I was like, mm. And I had literally just have, like, like what, moved all my stuff in, like, a day or two before. Yeah. Yeah, like, I honestly, I wasn't sure if I even wanted to stay anymore. I was kind of like freaked out and I was like, oh my gosh, if this man's gonna move in, I'm really not gonna be here. Mm-hmm. Like no, he's not he's not over. He's, he's very flaky. And either way we have a full house now. So it doesn't matter. Like to me, I'm I feel like I'm never here. He's never here. Just because I'm way at night and then I sleep during the day and then 
leave after you wake up. Well, usually. Well, most of the time. Yeah, so I feel like I'm never here. So when I'm here on the weekends, I just really enjoy my house. Just, especially just like cleaning it and making sure things are okay. You know, do, I, do you like enjoy cleaning a lot? Is it like your relaxing thing for you? Like, it's not even a, that's therapeutic. Relaxing. It's the fact that I have to do it. Well, everybody has to clean. I mean, I get that. Like, that's it's just it just gives me like a sense of accomplishment that I did something. So it's See, therapeutic for you. No. What do you mean, no? What's my house? I have to clean it. Well, everybody has to clean. Well, uh, he, but yeah, but I'm saying, but it's my house. I have to clean. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, that's why on Tuesday I swept and I mopped and then I cleaned the stove, you know, stuff like that. It's just like, I'm the one in charge, so I have to do it, you know? <laughs> I guess. They, you guys just have to clean your guys' room. That's it. And the bathroom. Well, yeah, that too. Well, I clean the bathroom or, or the master bathroom. Yeah. He was very nice and he left me the master bedroom, which I was not expecting that to begin with. Um, and I'm very thankful about that. Thank you. I'm a nice person. I don't know why people think I'm mean. He's not. I mean, he acts like a butthole and he looks like a butthole sometimes, but he's not a butthole. Yeah, I'm not. I'm very nice. People, people have. I don't know. There's a lot of people who fucking think, like, they have an idea of me, but, like, I don't, a lot of times, like, it's wrong. Like, for me, I'm just always, like, I tell people, like, I'm just too much, like, all the time. What do you mean, too much? Like, I'm just too much. Like, as far as, like, I don't know, just out there. I don't think so. Well, not, well maybe not to you, but, like, the other people are, like, oh, yeah. Like, <clears throat> you're always saying this or saying that, or like you always say like the weirdest things, or you just always, you always have too much as far as like when you talk, like too much energy as far as like how you're saying things or like what you're thinking and stuff like that. Maybe I just don't think about it like that because we're both the same in that aspect. Like we're just very energetic when we speak. Yeah. I mean, I don't find it weird. I mean, I say some weird ass shit. Well, yeah, but like when, when basically I overshare a lot. Same. I tend to say a lot more than I should. And it doesn't get me in trouble, but it leaves people like, like, where the fuck are you telling me this? And I'm like, I just want to be open and honest as far as like, I want you to know this is the way I am, like from the beginning. From the start, so you know, like as far as, oh, this is how he's gonna be. Yeah. So you know, you have an idea. You know, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of times a lot. Of, I have fucking tell people like, oh, like in, in dating, I tell people, hey, I have three new wives, and people are like, why do you tell people that? I'm like, it's just part of my past. It's something that's like important that changed me, but it's also it gives them to be like opportunity to be like. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't want to. It's like I don't want to see this person because of that. Because it some people might have a problem with it and some people might not. Obviously, like I tell them, okay, I got I have three DUIs and the last one I got it back in 2016. I don't drink and drive anymore. And I did this, this, and that to ensure that I don't do that. And I went through all this. And so it was a big the biggest lesson I've learned in my life so far. You know, yeah. so it's 
like I tell them, like, I don't do it anymore, but I did and I regret it, but it helped me become the person that I am today. So I just tell people that because it gives them an out. Like, oh, okay, you know what? I, you know, I don't like that. Well, I'm pretty sure when we started talking to like a 50 years ago, um, I told you I'm very clingy. I told you I like affection. I, I'm clingy. I like to be around people. I like, I like if this is going to happen, like you just be mentally prepared for me to be around. And I told you that before we moved in too. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm clingy. You know this. Yeah, I probably wasn't paying attention. Yeah, probably. You would have said, no, you can't move in. I'm sorry. It's a full house. <laughs> no, like, don't get me wrong. I like, I like that your fact that you're here, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, why the fuck are you going to be so fucking needy? <laughs> I'm so, I've been working on it though. You know that. I don't ask you for anything anymore. I'm just very like. What do you mean? What do you mean? You just asked if you could hug me earlier. Yeah, because you gave me a hug this morning. So I was like, I'm going to take advantage. Maybe he'll say yes again. Well, see? <laughs> you give them a little, they want more. Yes. You know, but like I'm telling you, like. I know. I'm honestly, I'm working on it. I know. Um, no, I'm talking about as far as the fact that. What are you saying? About the oversharing, like I just tell people that it gives them an out. Like, say, you never know what people have gone through. What if somebody of the relatives died because of a drunk driver, and they'd be like, "Oh, it was you." It was you, freaking ass. Yeah, so I'm like, mm -hmm. I just tell people because it kind of it just gives them an out. Like, oh, you know, I don't want to deal with that because of this. Isn't that a way of setting yourself up for failure? No, because I rather just put it out there and just be okay with it from well, the start. Like. You get into it, and then you're like, oh, this is part of my past. And they're like, why don't you tell me? Like, I think that's a very important thing to tell me from the beginning. And I'd be like, oh, well, I don't think it's important because it happened years ago. That's the way I would see it. I'm like. No, but to me, I just. You're showing them your baggage. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I get that. Like, like, thanks for the heads up kind of thing. But some people would be like. You know, that's cool. Like whatever. Like it's in your past. Well, Some... yeah. I tell I tell them that, and then I told them that, you know, this is the relationships that I've been in, and this is why it didn't work out. Um, and this is this is how I am. You know, I was on probation for this long and stuff like that. And I remember that. And so it's just it's just things that I tell them so they they know. Yeah. Like to me, I've always been like an open person. I'll tell you anything. I'm an open book. You want to ask me anything? Ask me and I'll answer it the best way that I can. Like, to me, I have nothing to hide. You fucking just ask. Simple as that. And that's just the way it always been. Like, I became that way after a while. It was I wasn't always like that. But I as I got older, it just became more fact that I'm just going to fucking say what I want. And a lot of times it gets me in trouble because a lot of times, like, someone's talking to me and they say something. You don't think about what you're going to say. You just blur it out. Yeah. <laughs> and halfway in, I'm like, I should just stop. But I just keep saying it. Yeah. And that's, that's just me. Like, I just. And it's, gotten, it. <laughs> it's, gotten, it's gotten me in trouble many times. But I keep doing it. It's something that I should change. But I'm probably not going to change. Yeah. No. It's part of me. 
it's how I am too. You know that. I'll just kind of say what comes to my mind. 